Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to episode 97 of Off the Perch. We've transported two and a half years in the future. Yeah, sure. I don't. I. I what number are we at? Thirty. Thirty. Hey, I was close. Yeah, I was within a hundred. This number means a lot. It's, it's Gonzalo Verón's number. Yeah, rest in peace, Gonzalo. Gonzalo Verón, man. In the arms of the angel. The dabbing maniac, Gonzalo Verón. Fly away. Sorry, miss you, buddy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna use my my line. Yeah, I went better than expected. It went better. Really, it was better than expected. I thought yeah. you were expecting worse. Yes, uh, <laughs> I, I wasn't expecting to hold them scoreless. Ah, uh, well, given given the circumstance of like Geo not starting. Sh- like after that came out, then like yeah, I didn't. I, yeah. I'm, I'm not surprised that we held them scoreless. Um, but yeah, I think we we performed uh, up to par. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A two 0 win against against the defending champions, the greatest team in the, the history greatest. of teams, <laughs> the greatest the team of all teams. Yes, um, I believe they qualified for like major league playoffs too by being so great last year. Mm-hmm. Major league baseball. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so they play in the wild card game. Yeah, yeah. Go. Fighting Toronto's, yeah, um, yeah. So, what was it? Two nothing. Two nothing win. Like that. Two nothing win. Yeah, it's been a while. Yeah, yeah. It's almost a week. <laughs> um, yeah, it was a two 0 win against Toronto. Um, first half was kind of it's it's basically how most games under Armas go these days, where yeah. the first half is very much a feel out process, which is going to bite us in the ass in the playoffs. I I'm, I don't know if it will. It's going to bite us in the ass on Sunday. But we'll get to that. <laughs> we'll get to it. Um, but yeah, it's like he he feels out the opposition, and then the second half, before the half, he'll make adjustments, and then we come out and kind of have that dominating presence that we usually come to see. Um, but yeah, like I mentioned, there was no Giovinco. Um, Bradley was playing in some sort... Michael Bradley was playing in some sort of like kind of sweeper role. It was very strange. He was like a, he was like sometimes midfielder, sometimes like a, a center back. He was uh, trying to be Dax. Yeah, he was trying to be Schweinsteiger. I, I guess Vanny saw that it worked <laughs> once, and he was like, "Yeah, let's do that." And, yeah. and it didn't really work. No. Um, but yeah, there was really not much again in that first half that could be talked about. It was by the end, it was kind of frustrating that like nothing really happened. Um, Bradley had a shot on goal. Kaku had a, a shot on goal. Um, they were both directly at Bono. Um, throughout the whole game, we seemed to be like following them a lot around the box, which was kind of nerve-wracking. Um, but then the second half came, you know, super sub-Alex Muil came in, and then um, Etienne came in, and, you know, the game kind of changed from there. Especially when Etienne came in, but but Muil was, was also integral to, to us winning. Um, what did you think of after the half? How did we how did how we looked? Because I thought we looked good, but it was again, yeah, it's that first half yeah, that's kind of. I thought I thought we looked better. We found our rhythm yeah. out there. Um, I didn't get to see much of the second half, but mm-hmm. um, no, like like you said, it's it is a feeling out process. Armis is very much that kind of manager where he'll yeah, which is weird because you know. We've played against these teams already. It's not like it's the beginning of the season right. and you know, you're know you trying to figure out how they're going to play this year. This is the second time around we're playing everybody. Second yeah. or third time. Mm-hmm. You know how they play. You know how we play against them. 
you know, don't go timid. If you're going to do anything, change the style. Was Jesse, Jesse was still manager when, when we played Toronto, right? That was back in June? That was, wasn't that Jesse's last game? It was Toronto? July 1st. Because oh, yeah, Armas' yeah, yeah. first game was the following uh, yeah, week. Yeah, so, okay, right. But, right. I mean, but he was there. He was Jesse, there. Yeah, he was yeah, practically yeah, yeah. managing. For right. all we know, he By was that managing, point, yeah. you know, at some capacity. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so, it is frustrating because, you know, when we play a team like Atlanta, mm-hmm. you know, you can't afford to, you know, oh, let's see what they do. Right. They're going to run at the net and try to score. <laughs> they're gonna, yeah. And they're going to fall on the ground in the box. Yes. So, you know what their style is. Right. Come up with a game plan against it. Don't yeah. figure it out on the fly at halftime. Right. Um, but, yeah, to go into, like, after the subs came in <clears throat> of Will and Etienne, the first goal came in um, courtesy of uh, kind of Etienne started the play. Um, then it was crossed in. Bradley uh, knocked it down off his head. And then Kaku just like swung his leg at it and it passed by two Toronto players. Yeah, I thought it was an own goal until I, thought, I got home. <laughs> yeah, I thought so too. And I was just like, oh, it wasn't. But yeah, that, that ball somehow ended in the net and yeah. Kaku got a goal, uh, yeah. <laughs> which was great. Um, after that, uh, Bradley got his uh, his yellow. Um, there was, again, much more stuff happened. At, uh, Fidel came in for, for Kaku in the 82nd minute. Four minutes after that was the, uh, the Bradley card. Um, which, I mean, list like, what can be said that hasn't been said, like Bradley himself, uh, that was a stupid card. It was ridiculous. It was. I don't think it's as stupid as his card in the playoffs against like, New England. Yeah, that's like, the first that thing. That was you, just. You've got to be. You know. Yeah, me. you have to. Yeah. It was a stupid card in in such a way that. He shouldn't have got it. Not right. that he was stupid for getting. No, it. exactly. Yeah. Uh, just because uh, then, like I, I was if he played for any other team, he would not have got that card. I mean, it was, and I'm, I'm not, I'm not of the mind that you know MLS like was in the, the ref's ear and like we him. need to help Atlanta. Yeah. Give him a yellow card for anything. Right. But he doesn't get the preferential treatment no. that other star players get. No. Yeah. Um, I mean, even yesterday in the U.S. Open Cup final, like uh, a Houston player like got fouled, and he literally ran up to the AR and was like basically like chest to chest with him. Nothing, no, no caution, no warning, no card, no nothing. So it's just like the inconsistency. It's just it's it's just frustrating. It's yeah. really frustrating. It is, uh, and we'll get more into that situation um, after. But then you know after the card. In stoppage time, um, Eric Zavaleta, thank you for attempting to moonwalk <laughs> as the ball went over your head and you just... I turned around yeah. from the perch and because I could always tell when something's happening because right. people like get really wide-eyed yeah, yeah, and yeah. I turned around and watched him like tumble yeah. onto his ass and I'm like... Oh man! <laughs> and then the ball came to Etienne's feet, and I'm like, "Oh no!" And he he, he scored. So he I mean, yeah. I, after the game, I said, you know, I won't call him uh, Haitian Aguadello this week. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, for all intents and purposes, like both goals, he contributed in both. He got the yeah. second goal, and yeah. he he started the the play of the first yeah. goal. So he was. Did you? Did you see the article this week on Once a Metro? Apparently, like he was talking to Sean Wright Phillips mid-season. Yes, I heard. Like this. he got really down on himself. Yeah, for, yeah. 
for being the Haitian Aguadello and talked to Sean Wright Phillips, who was back in town, and he told him, like, don't let it get in your yeah, head. Yeah, yeah. Like, don't worry about it. Yeah. It happens. happens to everybody. Yeah. You'll figure it out. Like, just keep doing you. Right. Which is good. It's good. Yeah. Because, yeah, I mean, like, obviously we've had his, our gripes with him recently. Um, but hey, if he gets in, if like if this is the start of something good for him, whether I mean, it's off the bench or you know looking like, well again once we get to the Atlanta segment, seeing where he s- starts that game, um, a good Etienne is good for us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was that that was kind of the uh, the dagger in Atlanta's. I mean, not Atlanta, uh, Toronto's game and also probably their season. I'm, yeah. They're pretty much done. Yeah. The, the one disappointment for me was that Josie came off so early in the second yes. half because I had all those songs yeah. in my back pocket. <laughs> I was ready to go, and in the he, he must have seen me on the perch. In the forty-eighth like, minute, no. it was like no, no, that didn't happen. But uh, yeah, he came out in the forty-eighth minute, and I was just like, okay, yeah, all right. I guess that's that does cool. it. Yeah, I, that was that was my like they're conceding, like they've they've given up. Because, I mean, I mean, Tustin Ricketts is okay, but, like, Josie is Josie. <laughs> um, but, yeah, who, do, who, are, uh, who are your three stars for the... Uh... Uh, third star I'm going to give to uh, Kaku okay. for the goal. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, uh, it, it wasn't pretty. It right. wasn't, you no. know, clinical. Yeah. It was, like, a rugby scrum. So, <laughs> Very much just you know, a... there was no I... skill involved there. You could have stuck me there, and you know, I probably would have missed it yeah. wide, but... You Very know. much like a kick and pray kind yeah. of thing. But it was a game-winning goal, so you get a star. Uh, second star, I'm going to give to Robles for shutout. Mm-hmm. Um, feels like, you know, we're moving in the right direction. Yeah. On, it's been a while since we can say, like, shutout. When, yeah. yeah. Maybe, we're, maybe we're getting close to a pizza party. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I lost track. <laughs> um, and first star, I'm going to give it to, uh, to the Haitian Wonder. There you go. Uh, I have my third and second star swapped. I have Robles as my third star, Kaku as my my second star, and Etienne as my first star because you know contributing to the first goal and then scoring the the the, uh, the, the dagger goal uh, gets you the first star. Um, but yeah, like we mentioned, with Bradley getting this yellow, um, he's suspended for for the game in Atlanta or not in, against Atlanta, um, which sucks. And once, and when we talk more in depth about Atlanta and like what, who are our options, we'll get to it. But um, in brighter news, Taxi signed a multi-year contract. Yep, best uh, taxi ever. That's when I saw the news. It was Tuesday morning. I was just like, "What?" Yeah, that's. I thought we were losing him to yeah. some Turkish team. Yeah, that, I mean that was the last. That was the last rumor that he was off to Turkey. Um, hey, maybe they resigned him to like <laughs> to get a transfer. That would no. that would not no, be. I, I hope not. Yeah, I hope not. I hope not. Um, but yeah, no, it's to have the the best what left back in the league resign for you. Yeah. What more can you ask for? That our, our right back resigns with left back. <laughs> That's not going to happen. Um, in also positive news, <laughs> uh, last night most. People probably watched uh, Houston destroy Philly in the Open Cup final. I wasn't going to watch. I really didn't want to watch it. Marissa's like, oh, it's coming on. And I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> I watched the first half 
while I was finishing <laughs> up my work, and then I just like it's like it was two nothing. I was just like I'm just gonna go home, and then I got out of uh, at Journal Square and I saw it was three nothing. I'm just like yeah, yeah, yeah. It was. Uh, I mean, I don't ever want to hear someone talk about our attendance again. Yeah, it's that's. <sighs> Like I, I don't I don't mean to go there. I know we this is an attendance talk free zone. Yes, but this is an open bow. cup final. Yeah. Like the stadium was almost two thirds empty. Yeah, it was pathetic. I, I they had up, a month. They had no. They had a month. Yeah, I like. I think it's just, like I don't know who the uh, owner. I know like Oscar <laughs> Del Hoy is like a partial minority owner or whatever. Um, but like, apparently they did like little to no promotion. Um, it's, it's just very strange. Some of these weird, some of these MLS owners are just strange groups and individuals that just kind of, yeah, I mean, they just get a check. There were, (laughs) there were like 500 Philly fans out there. Yeah. Philly showed up. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. They showed up. Their front office paid for their tickets. Right. They, our front office didn't pay for our tickets last year. They got us a bus and two buses to take us not from New York. Uh, they picked us up at that like would have been s- torturous. That would have been oh my god. Uh, <laughs> no, they, the buses picked us up from like the group hotel yes. and drove us to the stadium because it's in the middle of fucking nowhere. Yeah, it's like right by their speedway uh, or whatever. Yeah, okay, but uh, yeah. So I mean, good on them for showing up with free tickets. Mm. Um, but at the end of the game. I couldn't hear the Philly fans at all. Right. And they were behind the, the other goals, so there was a mic near them. Yeah. But, like, the game ends, and they, the camera pans over to them, and they're all, like, dejected, like, sitting there sad. And all I could think about was being in Kansas City last year. Yeah. And we're, where were we down? 2-1 at that point? Was it? Two, two one, we, yeah, yeah. Because we scored like a ridiculous late goal. Yeah, that was way like nothing was gonna happen. <laughs> yeah, and we just kept singing like the whistle blows. The Kansas City fans are celebrating, and we're singing as loud as we were at the beginning of the game. Yeah, and they stop celebrating, and we're still singing. <laughs> and they're leaving the stadium, and we're still singing. And I remember the Kansas City fans like on the aisle next to us all game were like, "You guys are assholes. You guys suck." You know, go home. And those same people, after we're singing for like 15, 20 minutes after the final whistle, are shaking each and every one of our hands like, great job. There was a a mother who was like, like jokingly yelling at us because they were in the South Stand and we kept singing and their kids started singing our our songs. songs. Yes, I do remember that happening a couple times. Like, that's what you do. You're at a cup final. Like, this is your third cup final and you've lost it. Like... (laughs) All three times. So have we. Yes. Two Open Cup Finals and, yeah, and a Lost Cup Final. Yeah. You just keep singing. Yeah. Don't stop. Yeah. You're, you never know like, when you're going to get another, like... No, just savor the moment. Yeah. Like, I'm not... I, I don't I don't mean this, like, to pick on them. But, right. like, just just enjoy it. Enjoy right. the ride. Right. That's why, like I said on Twitter, like, like when you pointed it out, I was just, like, <coughs> looking back at Kansas City... I mean, despite us losing, that was probably still the 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 best worst trip I had. Yeah, like, yeah. like just in terms of just the experience, just being in a yeah. final, just I like mean, the, the 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 emotions I was going through before that game and then after, just like that's that's what it's like to be a fan. Like yeah. that's what you like to have that roller coaster of emotions, kind of in like a four hour yeah. frame. Just I I remember the second leg up in New England in 2014. Okay. When we lost and like we just kept singing, like yeah. you know, it was heartbreaking. And I remember Wyatt coming up to me, he's like, "I'm not even mad. 
<laughs> and I'm like, neither am I. Like, look at this team. We got Petkey. This is great. And, and then things occurred that we don't. But, no, yeah. like you just you you support the team and you just keep going. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. Whatever. But yeah, that was that was fun. Um, yeah, I'm glad we don't have to go down there next month. After they win their first cup. Oh, that would have been too no, 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 no. I would not want to be I mean, next got, to the Sons of Ben. They got... A, the, the Eagles won a damn Super Bowl. Like, that's too much for me already. I, like... I don't... Whenever we're at that game... Like, Talon Energy Stadium, I hate that place. <coughs> yeah. Get on the bus. Yeah, yeah. It's, get on the bus. It's not weeks. that bad. Please. Yeah, it's a great time. But, yeah, it's... They're awful. Um... <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Uh, in other news, uh, in game show news, uh, we were in Jeopardy. We were on Jeopardy a few hours ago. Yeah, Thursday <laughs> night. Uh, the category was what league do I? It was like what league do I play in or yeah, something yeah, yeah. like that. And the clue was New York Red Bulls. And the answer given was what is uh, the MLS? And they gave it points, and they shouldn't have no. because it's MLS or yeah. Major League Soccer, not the MLS or the all, Major League Soccer. They should have automatically converted into a daily double, and then and then lose. Yeah, the, or I mean, just give her allocation money. <laughs> you get you get jam. you get jam Jeopardy allocation money. Congratulations! Yes. So uh, look out, we made it. We We're made gonna be it. on Wheel of Fortune next week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Um, in in other weird news, yeah, in like MLS specific news, yeah. and I guess we'll we'll talk about this, and then we'll talk about like around the league stuff also. But um, but Stam Stajko, I think it was last week or a few a couple days ago, right after we recorded, right? Yeah, basically, yeah. um, kind of just posted on Twitter that like he was told that that MLS is looking at either doing away with the third DP slot or reducing how much money can be spent on the third DP mm-hmm. DP slot, um. And looking to increase TAM spending just as a way, because I guess um, he said that like some of the owners in the league want, uh, I guess, a little bit more of a level playing field or something like that. Like we don't have enough parity. Yeah, I, I mean, like, I if it's for more TAM spending, like the players that players that you can get these days with TAM money are basically, for the most part, DP status. Zlatan is a TAM player. Like, there's obviously there's probably like, like around like there's other like weird structure to his contract. All from Scandinavia and Norway and Finland and the Baltics. All of them. Yeah, <laughs> but like people like Paul Tenorio has been <laughs> on on Twitter and on the Athletic, literally screaming at the top of his lungs like this is bad, and I could see how maybe. <laughs> It is, but then if you're if you're swapping out the DP slot to then give in more salary, that would would mean a larger salary um, salary gap. Then it's kind of it's kind of a net gain. Yeah, I mean it. If they're adding Tam and they're spreading around the money, it allows you know fringe players maybe to get paid more than yeah. they would have. Um, I honestly think they should just there shouldn't be gam and tam. Just there a salary. Just be money. Yeah. Like get rid of all the, the, the acronyms just, and just give just us a salary. Give everybody like salary you cap get and... two DPs at a salary cap of like seven million dollars. Mm. Have fun. Yeah, yeah. Like you can't spend more than a million dollars on a player. Yeah. Uh, something simple like that, mm-hmm. you know. Except for DPs. Right. But no, I mean, 
I honestly think they're doing this to shut up Red Bull fans about us not having a third DP. Because if nobody could have a third DP, then <laughs> then, then we it. can't it's have over. a third DP yeah. either. So, yeah. no. Uh, I don't know. I think it's a step in the wrong direction. But at the same time, if they do it right... It could... It could, it could be beneficial. I think it's a small step to the side in the hopes that it leads us to like a, a step forward down the line. Yeah. Like, I think the days of these owners that kind of just want to spend as little as possible, not only on the field, but, like, off the field, it's, I'd like to hope it's coming to an end. Because I feel like this is, like, a, a, a kind of decision that's being pushed up by, like, say, like, like, like Houston owners and Chicago's owners and stuff like that. Um, because, and then there's, like, like, like us in a kind of different way, LAFC, NYCFC, Atlanta, they, they're big spenders. I don't see if. It wouldn't. I mean, I don't see them kind of supporting this kind of move, but it wouldn't surprise me if they're just like, well, we should probably just like like dial it back a little bit. Yeah. So, um, I mean, it's not even confirmed yet. It, it will. It's probably going to happen in the end, of, in like in the off season. Um, we'll just have to see where, how it shapes the the teams going forward. We'll just okay. have to see. Um, Did you see the? Uh the usl news this week oh yes yes they're uh they're they're going to england they're going english yeah uh they're so yeah the uh, usl changed their 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 logo and they've introduced uh their their league names um obviously the usl one is now the usl championship uh usl uh Three, well, what was it before? It was, it was USL USL Division Three. Three, and now USL Division Three is now USL League One. Yeah, and then and the PDL, PDL is, is now League Two. Yeah, yeah. Um, like, yeah, it's <sighs> they just took it from England. Um, I'm I'm kind of okay with it, and kind of just like, couldn't you have just like done like USL One, USL Two, USL Three? Yeah. I I could see them doing Pro Rel in there, and they they, 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 they mentioned they it. did mention it. They did mention yeah. that Pro Rel is something that they're looking for in the future, um, which wouldn't surprise me because that was kind of like the the, the rumblings um, when the D three team started popping up. Um, I I look at USL as a league that's kind of doing things the right way as opposed to like how NASL did it. Yeah. They're they're on the right path um in certain aspects and other aspects like like introducing a team in Chattanooga when there's already a team in Chattanooga like seems like kind of like a like you guys are kind of being dicks. Yeah. Um but like yeah, I mean if they want to like market to like those Euro snobs that like see that and be like Those Euro oh. snobs in Birmingham, yeah, Birmingham Alabama. Alabama that go to a bar at 7 in the morning yeah. to watch Chelsea or Manchester United yeah. or Arsenal I just hope that they start renaming all the teams like uh, like Richmond Albion <laughs> and uh, we'll do uh, Bethlehem Town <laughs> Bethlehem uh, Town yeah Swoop Park Rangers can stay. Swoop Park Rangers, yeah, <laughs> yeah, basically, yeah, yeah. They're they've got it already. They're ahead of the curve. Yeah. Um, we still don't know where RB two. Then I mean, I'm, I'm they're not going to. They're not down. going There's down. There's no yeah. way because with the, upgrades, with the upgrades they made to the MSU Park and like basically where they they're US they were USL champions. A year yeah, ago. and being in second division, you'll attract more players that are just trying to revitalize their career. Right, you know, a guy like Aaron Long, yeah. if he has the choice between going to play for our number two team in the dirt, third division yeah. or a random team in the second division, well, mm. you make more money there. Right, right. Um, so I totally see them staying in. Yeah, I think D two. Yeah, same, same. 
Um, probably, I think it, it'll really just be us in Atlanta after a certain point. Swope Park? I mean, Casey's... I don't know if Casey's going to continue to invest. They might, yeah. but they'd be in the West, so... Okay, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, we'll see how that shakes out, because I'm assuming most of those moves will happen, and again, also in the offseason. Um, back to MLS. Um, NYC clinched the playoff spot. Uh, they they beat Chicago. Was anybody there to watch? I mean, no. I, I watched like 10 minutes of the first half, and yeah. it looked like there were six people there. <laughs> so again, I don't ever want to hear anything about our attendance. Attendance talk. <sighs> Not here. Uh, but yeah, no, Chicago uh, is bad. Um, they're six points back of us right now. Behind them is Columbus. Um, behind them is Philly. And then in sixth place is Montreal. Um, this weekend, it's kind of a pretty... It's like decision day, but not. It's like a pretty... like. There's a lot of games, uh, Sunday alone, that are all over the league that are pretty pretty big. Uh, DC and Montreal play. That's basically the battle for sixth place. Um, Columbus and Philly play, which is uh, a battle for... Is it home field event? Home field for no wait, reaching fourth and fifth. Uh, yeah, whoever's the higher yeah. four and five play each other, three and six play each other. Right, so so, so it'd be a battle of home field advantage there. Um, L.A. plays Vancouver. That's that has some implications over in the West. Uh, Portland and Galaxy F- play Vancouver or LAFC. The, no, Galaxy. Oh, they're both out of the. They're both in seventh and eighth place. I mean, in terms of like whoever, probably, this is probably yeah. like an elimination game. Like if if there's either of those teams has a shot, pretty and, much, and yeah. Because because Galaxy are three points back and they've played an extra game okay. over Seattle, so they lose this one. Bye. Yeah, <laughs> basically. Uh, Vancouver, who just fired uh, Robbo. Yeah. Um, time. <laughs> he's been on the hot seat for like three years. Yeah. He was on the hot seat when they when they knocked us out of CCL. It's just like, okay, they just finally pulled the trigger like now in the middle of the season. I don't know. Um, Portland and FC Dallas play. That has some seeding implications in the West. Um, Sporting Kansas City and RSL also play, um, and that's also some seeding implications. And it leads uh, to to us, the, the, the game of all games. Uh, this Sunday, uh, we play <laughs> Atlanta United. Uh, in first place um, with 63 points. Uh, their last game was a 2 nothing win against RSL. Um, they have three straight wins. They've lost once in the last 11. Um, the last time that we played them, though, was down in Mercedes-Benz, and we beat them 3-1, and that was just a weird game. Yeah. Uh, Kamar, we thought, had died, and then... There's no Robles. Robo- yeah, yeah, exactly. Robles didn't even start. Brian Mara's dad. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. What is your What are your thoughts about this <sighs> this game on Sunday? This is big. This, I mean, like a lot of people have already resigned to the fact that that the shield might be just like out of reach. No. No. Damn it. No. No. Okay. Good. Because I don't we think are, so. We are four points. We're back. four points back. We win this week. We're one point back. Yeah. They have. Two home games and a road game left. And their schedule is... We've got two road games and a home game left. <laughs> but if it comes down to the last game of the season, Josie and, and Michael Bradley are going to realize that they still <laughs> they are New York legends. <laughs> They've realized that. And they will help us. They've... And they got to play Dax the week before. Yeah. So Dax has to have a hand in the shield. Uh, no, I, no I, Chicago I, has Chicago will provide nothing. <laughs> <in>. <laughs> they will do nothing of the sort. Um, 
Chicago beat them at Mercedes-Benz in the Open Cup this year. Oh, but that was... Yeah, you're right. But that was... Uh, mm. That was when Chicago still thought they were they had a shot. They, they knew they never had a shot this <laughs> year. Come on. No. Uh, but yeah, we're what... going to suck and we're going to get a draw and like not help anything. But if we could beat them without Robles, we could beat them without Bradley. Yeah, we're down we're down of our main Do player. Do not start Etienne at striker. I agree. You start Brian White. Okay. They don't know how to game plan for Brian White. You start Brian White. Do not start Brian White at striker. Start <laughs> Anatolia Bong at striker. No. Yes. No. So. No. Here's why. Oh my god. If no. you think they don't have tape on Brian White. Oh my god. They don't even have cassette on Anatolia Bong. <laughs> they don't even have Polaroid. <laughs> yeah. Like room. Like the, they've, they've got a courtroom sketch. <laughs> they they went. They like. Flew somewhere over to Romania, and the guy came back and was like, yeah. he beat the mob, man. Yeah. I don't know. They've got, uh, like, a missing poster. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, no, this game, it, huge implications. Like, their their last game... So, here's here are the, some of the things on their side that you have to look at. Gressel is heating up. So, not only on top of you have to worry about Almiron, Martinez, Vialba, everyone else... Uh, Gressel is now last game had a pretty good game. He had a goal and assist, um, which does not bode well. Um, you know, you have the question mark of Barco whether he starts or is on the bench. Um, and then yeah, it's for me the main. The, oh, and the other thing for them is like is is the the Martino stuff that's happening around around Tata like is it a, a big enough distraction that'll throw them off the game? I don't think so. Cause it's been happening now for weeks. Like every week it's another yeah. team. It's either Colombia or Mexico or now us. It's like, it's, I don't think, I think they're, they're, their head is just like, they're just looking straight ahead. It's yeah. not, it's not that big of a distraction for them. Um, so the big question mark is it's, it is that who do we start up top? It, it's, can I would sh- not, can we start, Bradley in a number ninety eight Sean Wright Phillips jersey. I don't think that's how. I don't think they'll. I think they'll. They won't. No, it won't work. If he wears like a funny mustache, like <laughs> nobody's seen Sean Wright Phillips in a while. You, nobody remembers what he looks like. So funny you should mention the ninety eight <laughs> jersey thing. Someone brought. I don't know if it was you or someone else brought up the fact that that if he had not taken off his shirt to show off the one hundred goals, yeah. oh my god, yeah, <laughs> he would have been in this game. Uh. Uh, so that's DC's fault. That's DC's fault for yeah. um, for that happening. Um, but yeah, like listen, you have you have Brian White is like the obvious choice. He is technically the backup striker. That's what he is. A bong is literally a pipe dream of all pipe dreams. If it happens, I'll be. I know what to do. What. No striker. No striker. Like a false nine. Oh, wow. Five in the back with a railing column. So, <laughs> whoa. I was, I was about to say, like, I'm so, I was about to say, like, I'm so down for just, like, throwing, like, like everything, just, like, throw everything out the window and just have a good, most unorthodox style, unorthodox style. But, like, you, you said Colin. Six I, in the back. No, oh, Jesus Christ. With Colin, Escobar, Long, and Parker at center back. <laughs> Oh man! Late as a striker, Another... they just go under their arms. It'll be great. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna ignore what you're saying <laughs> and bring up another, another option at striker, Alex Muil. Mm, 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 so, mm, 
Like, all right. I, I feel like this isn't... I don't want that because I feel like I'd he's... Royer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, Royer, like that's... Kaku. A, Kaku is so strong. <laughs> yeah, Kaku is not like... Go say Nacho. <laughs> um, yeah, like you can either like play like two, a two striker setup. Like some people want like the four triple two. Um, and you would have what? Royer and White up top. Um, yeah, it's... No, if you're gonna start two, I would I would do White and Etienne. You do White and Etienne in that setup. Yeah, I think I just, so. I just, <sighs> if he could, as long as he's playing still a little out wide, a little out wide and a little further back, because I don't I don't know. I just don't like whenever he gets put in that striker position, Etienne just falls. I mean, apart. you could do a four two two one one. one. That's it. Don't yeah. <laughs> did I count high enough? You did. You yeah. did. Um, Pull the keeper. Get another attacker. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's not Eddie Gavin's not here. Um, but yeah, what is your? You said you you predicting a draw. Uh, don't make me predict this. You got. You have to. Okay. We've done uh, twenty nine predictions so far. Okay. Stupid optimism. Okay. Uh, we win this game. Two nothing. Two nothing. Two nothing. We we have, and this isn't even jinxing us because it's said every time we play them, and it's said all the time. We've never lost to them. Yes, that is true. We've only played them three times. Yes, but we've never true. lost to them. Yes. We beat them in both of their houses down there. Yeah, we drew an RBA last year. Yeah, which I don't remember that um, game at all. That was a nil nil draw. It was a nil nil draw. Was, <laughs> it was a ridiculously boring, nothing happened game. Yeah, um, which. I hope that's what it is, because MLS is hyping this game as the game of the century, <laughs> and I hope it's nil-nil, <laughs> it's nil-nil like, you know, nothing happens, they just pass the ball back and forth and take a nap on the field. Simpsons style. Yes. Uh, but realist in me, we're losing this game, like, 2 nothing or 2-1. Really? Yeah. I think, I mean, it's Atlanta, They're, we're obviously going to let in at least one. I, I, in, it's just, that's, they're an offensive juggernaut. Um... And with Bradley gone, I don't... I think if we throw enough wrinkles in our attack, we can... Their defense isn't that good. We've seen it We've seen it before. DC beat them 3-1 a few weeks ago, um, up in, in, down in Audi Field. Um, if, we, if we throw in enough wrinkles and just... Brian White has a great game. Hell, other play, like players in the midfield step up. Um... I think we can get. I think we can win two one. I think we can do it. Yeah. I think. I think a two one is not out of the realm of possibility. Um, I'm kind of saying this to reassure myself that we still have a shot in the shield. <laughs> if we win, you know, it's it's game on for the rest of the season. Um, yeah, I just made the mistake of looking ahead at Atlanta's schedule. It's all minutes. Home against New England. Home yeah. against Chicago. Yeah. In Toronto. Yeah. Yeah. So. <sighs> I mean, if if we pull out a win, mm-hmm. we just need them to draw one of those games. Yeah. And we win out. But right. <laughs> <laughs> we, it's not like we need them to lose to one of those teams. No. And they lost to DC. I, I think they could, you know... They, can, they could draw Toronto. They could draw Toronto. Well, at that point, would we be tied or would we... Oh, no, we'd be... No, we'd be one point up. Point up. Okay, yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, it's... Uh, I mean, I talked to two different people who support two different MLS teams. Yeah. One in the Eastern Conference, one in the Western Conference. Yeah. And uh, both of them said they're pulling for us. And these are two teams that don't like us. Okay. 
Uh, so thanks to guys. hear that they're <laughs> supporting us, and their reasoning was very simple. Atlanta fans are terrible. They're the worst. They are like worse than Seattle fans. And the one guy said like they invented a way to be worse than Seattle fans. Yeah, yeah. As I was typing about the person on Twitter that I made the comment, "Wow, you guys blow Seattle fans out of the water." Yeah. And his response was, "No, no one has ever been like us." Right. And yeah, that's not a compliment. Yeah, that's... that's... <laughs> um, Congrats. Yeah, so... We've got MLS... When was the last time we had any other team pulling for us? And now it feels like all of MLS is, because <laughs> God forbid Atlanta wins this thing. Yeah, yeah. We'll try our best. Yeah. Um, let's go to questions. Uh Thanks for the questions, guys. We got like a few questions this week. Again, thanks for sending them through Twitter um, and also through our email address, contact at offthepurgepodcast.com. Uh, first question from uh, El Pajama Pants, Chris Amaral on Twitter says, uh, How much rope can we continue to give Royer when there are players on the bench that are nipping at his heels? Uh, I think he can be a very good player on his day, but I think his energy has been awful since his unfortunate knee injury last year. Uh, do you think we should move on? Uh, move him soon. Do you think we should move him on? Um, how much rope can we continue to give? Um, he has not been performing as at the level that he was before his injury at no. Yankee Stadium. Which, no, but I still don't think there are people behind him that deserve playing time over him. Yeah, because I don't. Again, Will's a super sub. I don't. Yeah. I don't think I want to see a full 90 out of Moel. No. Um, Moel's best attribute is full energy in the 60th minute. Yeah. Um, Etienne, like, I, who, like, what, who are we talking about? Moel, Etienne, and who else is, is there anyone else in that can fill in that slot? I don't think so. Yes, he has not been performing as well as he has been. There, there are moments where, where it's very frustrating. Um, but it's kind of like a, I mean, who else do you. Is there is there anyone else you trust that can can maybe contribute offensively like he has the potential to do so on a on a given day? Mm. That's the part that that has me. His ceiling is is too high for me to to move on. Mm. Like when he's when he's on, he's on. Right. When he's off, he's still average for MLS. So yeah, yeah. You know, he still contributes in yeah, certain ways. It, he's not. He's not screwing up in the way that Colin was right. or, or Mawil earlier this season. Like he's mm-hmm. not I don't think he's costing us anything. He's just not contributing as much as he as was. As much as he was, yeah. Yeah. Um so like yeah, I don't know. I as long as he's still, as long as he's performing even at the level that he's at right now, he's still ahead of like Sam Mawil and Etienne. Yeah. So that's about as much the rope I can give him. Uh, thanks, Chris, for the question. Uh, Casey Jones on Twitter uh, says he's lucky. He was lucky enough to get a, a goat empanada, and he has to say it was delicious. Uh, he was pleased with the match result, but still not uh, seeing the sense of urgency I'd like. Uh, slow starts in the playoffs may hurt us. Uh, can't help but get a very metro feeling uh, about BWP missing the ATL match. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I had a bite of the, the goat empanada. It was very good. Um. <laughs> But yeah, it's um, it's again we we talked about it in the first segment. It's this it's this, like I yes the the whole feeling out thing, come playoff time might come to bite us. Um, but then also might not. 
It's it's just like I don't know. Maybe Armas is playing Ropadope. It might be that. I you know, literally he, every time. Yeah, like I I want to think that that's what they're doing, but yeah. I like I'm. It's just, just testing a new style. You you know the odds of winning the shield are low. You're pretty much guaranteed second uh, seed. Second seed. Yeah. Make everyone think that this is how you're going to play, and then just change, and, and then just change go it back up. to. I mean, they all, they still know the old system. It's the old players. It's, he was on the the, yeah, the coaching it's the staff. Same thing. Yeah, yeah, you know, they could very easily switch gears back again. <laughs> yeah. Just will he be willing to? It, like, it, if we go down in the first leg, mm-hmm. you know, going into the second leg, is he going to go back to you know run everyone at the ball? Right. It, yeah, I. I I'd like to think that he is. This is what he is doing. That he's just playing this very, while a very. It's it's our style. It's not the the same in certain aspects, um, which I think one. It's good for us come come playoff time that we'll we'll maybe be like have that little extra bit of energy to actually play that style for the run. Um, but we'll have to see because I mean we 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 just we'll have to get there and then once we get there we'll find out. Um, yeah, and and then yeah, it, a very metro feeling about BWP missing the ATL match. We'll see. I mean, yeah, it's it sucks that this is the game that he had to get a yellow card unjustifiably uh, when it's the biggest game of the year. Yeah. Um, but what can we do? It's it's MLS. That's these things happen. Uh, last question is an email uh, from Patrick Haddad. Uh, he says. Uh, hey guys, do you have any opinions on the uh, recent study done by that nerd Fernando, uh, Jersey I Rock on Twitter, uh, regarding, among other things, gold score versus expected goals over the last 13 ge- games for Jesse Marsh um, and the first 13 games for Chris Armis? Um, I do not particularly care about the expected goal stat, um, but I'm wor- wondering what you guys th- make of these numbers. Thanks. And he, sh- he what he showed is, like, in the last 13 games, um, Jesse had 27 goals. Expected goals of like twenty three point six four, um, so that's like plus or minus three. Uh, Chris has so far has eighteen goals, um, has a higher expected goals by by about point what eleven or sorry, something like that point nineteen. Excuse me. Um, uh, yeah, and again more goals. Um, the thing is like basically basically what this shows is that Chris has the same amount, pretty much the same amount of expected goals, but it's the production is just less. Um, the same with assists. Um, so I, it's, you can obviously, a a change in style, obviously like Jesse was just a balls out, just press offense. Um, Chris is, is a much more methodical, um, kind of system while still within the vein of, of the press. Um, I think also like we're not seeing these, these games where we're, um, blowing teams out like we used to like, and I think it's, it's not only, is it a matter of Armistice style being different? But I just don't think we're converting chances at the moment as often as we did with Jesse. Mm. So I think it's it's kind of a phase. Like I like it would be great come playoff time, the goals that we're kind of not getting start start coming back. Um, but yeah, that's that's kind of my feeling about about the whole Jesse Chris argument as to like play style and goals and stuff like that. Yeah, I. I'm a stats guy, but yeah. soccer stats like they don't, don't they don't you don't you don't they're they're fake. <laughs> they're real. Like the castor oil, castor oil index or whatever the Audi index, whatever it is now. Like <laughs> the Audi index is a like yeah that's a that's God, a so gimmick. Stupid. Uh, like, expected but the goals, expected goals thing. 
I, I don't know. I, I just don't care enough. Okay. Like, it's just one of those things. Okay. But when you, so like just, then just bare, like bare thing, like 27 goals for Jesse and 18 goals for, for. I think that's a, a more telling stat and it's a little concerning. I'm concerned. Okay. Yeah. Uh, we Even, went from averaging over two goals a game to less than one and a half. Yeah. Or just about one and a half. And do you, but do you chalk that up to just like, like a lull in this, in like, in this, in like the cycle or do you contribute it to just I think Chris? it's Armis. I think it's, it's the way he's playing. Okay. You know? We didn't add anybody. We didn't lose yeah. anybody. Well, except... Velo. That was, that's the one thing we forgot to bring up. Velo not being in this game. We had Velo for the game down in Mercedes-Benz. Um, not having Velo for this game adds that extra kind of yeah. loss um, for us. I think Velo is also a pretty big reason as to why our offense is different. Because mm-hmm. Velo had, was on fire before he, before he got hurt. Yeah. Um, I think with Velo on the team now with Armis, we'd probably be close to to Jesse levels in terms of offensive production and goals and assists and stuff like that. So it's you take that you take Velo out, and that's why I think there's there's also a dip. But I, again, it's 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 seeing other players have to step up and 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 kind of especially in Royer's case, regress to like where he can go. See if that can if if that number can go up going forward into yeah. the playoffs. Um. Yeah, that's 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 basically it for us. That's all our questions. That's all. That's all. Yeah. The, all the things we can say uh, in this thing that we do. Um. So you say uh two. Wait, what did you say? Two. Oh God. Uh. I guess I'll be optimistic and say we win two one. Two one. I'm gonna say yeah. I'm gonna say I'll say <coughs> two one. Uh. We got this. We got this. We got this. We can do it. Famous guys. last words. <laughs> Next week we we'll see how we look. We'll see how we are next week. Um, but yeah, guys, that does it for us. Uh, we'll see you guys on Sunday and next week. See you. Bye.